Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, hosted by Bo Machachi that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti, joined here with Coach Perry here at Bo Ryan State. And remember, this podcast is powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio. And we're just kind of recapping before we went live um, this past week's game, the last um, home game for Niles McKinley before they go on the road against the five and three Hubbard Eagles. And uh, lo and behold, there's an eagle flying around the uh, stadium as practice ended. Did you see that eagle, Coach? Every year, uh, <laughs> Hubbard sends this eagle down. And it, it literally has happened every year, Hubbard Week. Uh, I think last year, or maybe the year before, it was actually perched up on the light pole. <laughs> we don't know if it's a drone, uh, messenger, eagle, something, but they, there's no doubt about it. They got their, they got their scouts out uh, taunting up a little bit. <laughs> Now, I did notice something. I walked in. You guys were out on the field. Uh, sometimes you guys are already uh, wrapped up in the coach's office. But I know you got the team-oriented goals on the board. You got the offenses. You got the special teams. You got the defense. I did notice that there's been a couple weeks with no goals in terms of the blue check marks the red, rather than the red X's. But I did see offensively. I did see special. There was some blue check marks. So in terms of progress or at least team goals, something you saw. Can you kind of comment on that? Uh, I think to me those check marks are always a reflection, not so much of the scoreboard, which you know may or tell you one thing or not, but a lot of it is effort. And I thought for the first time in a few weeks our effort uh, was was where it probably needs to be. I don't think our execution is uh, why that is. Uh, you know, obviously coaching is a big part of that. I think the the rotation of getting kids back healthy as much as you're glad to have them back they don't have reps and you know figuring out now that we we're not healthy healthy but for this time of year we might be as healthy as we can ever expect to be so that's new territory for us but you know finding out what we're capable of with with the crew that's out there now um uh you know like i said i don't i don't take this as a moral victory but to give people idea of what great effort looks like if you want to look at the scoreboard, uh, you play South Range a week before an embarrassing loss, fifty some points, and then you turn around here and you, you know you have the game, the one score game with five minutes left in the game, and you know ends up being a two score game. But uh, you know Struthers was played South Range to within ten points. You know so um, how do you lose by fifty one week and then only? you know, have a chance to win in the fourth quarter and then it's effort. And it does. And really, I, I, know, I know it was important to our kids. I was proud of them in this sense. They wanted to send the seniors out. You just mentioned it. it was our last home game, and we hadn't won here at home. So that that's certainly uh, disappointing. But uh, they, they, we definitely wanted to send our seniors out uh, uh, on a positive note, and I thought the fight to do that was where it needed to be. Uh, it just uh, – it's a little frustrating. It took this point of the year to, to get there. But those blue check marks come along when when you try hard. Inevitably, you, you get a few of them. Yeah, and we always want to send a positive uh, vibe out. I mean, they're kids. They're doing what they love. It's high school football. But nonetheless, I do like Coach uh, admire that you're just not going to 
you know, throw out praise if it's not deserved. And I know, you you know, you're kind of disappointed after the South Rain game. And, and we've done plenty of these shows throughout different seasons where if the kids don't show up, you're not just going to say, hey, you know, number such and such was this. But uh, this past week kind of take us through some of the kids that, you know, stepped up and, you know. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think Matt Healy is uh, about his third game back. I, I think he's got his wind underneath him a little bit. Matt showed uh, – he had about eight or nine tackles, which for a D lineman, and that's pretty good. Uh, it's had some misassignments on offense, but uh, like I told you, that's that's a bit of a work. A little bit harder, you know, because uh, you, you're even though you know where you're going, it's there's a lot of different variables. The defense, where uh, when you're playing defense, you, you can just maybe you got to control this gap. It's never going to change. The B gap's always the B gap. You know, down block could be a lot of different people. Uh, his, and then you know, Antoine coming back. Uh, I think ignited our offense a little bit. Uh, his issues were the same as Matt's a couple of weeks ago. No matter what you do, if you haven't played, uh, you just don't have the conditioning that, that you really need to, to be yourself late in the game. And if you look back at that, I think Antoine's uh, opportunities, if he's fresh, if he's a kid that, that's in actual great game shape, he probably, the, some of the seven, eight-yard runs turn into 25-yard runs. Uh, so I thought, uh, you know, again, his efforts uh, – uh, he had like 12 tackles on defense as well. So I was, I was happy for him to be back out there and, and proud of him as well. So, and like I said, just, just getting a little bit healthier in a lot of spots, I, I think has helped us. But, you know, we had uh, a couple kids go down in the game, and there we are, you know, a little Chinese fire drill. Uh, we were trying to run a two-point play. We ended up having to take a delay a game because uh, we don't, you know, I'm trying to figure out, does this kid know this play that we only rep? or two-point conversion, and we got mixed up on who was in the game and not. And, uh, so, you know, uh, it's two steps forward sometimes, one step back, but I think big leap forward as to uh, how we played last week despite the loss. And, and, and you're saying it you know, became, you know, uh, you know one, one score game, ended up a two-score game, but in that moment, um, talk about it a little bit. Um, was there a play in, in there where you, you regret calling or agree that you don't regret calling? That you yeah, we haven't had this question. Or yeah. What? Well, the one thing is we had recovered an onside kick after our first score, and then we go down and score again. So the question is, do you kick another onside? Like, what are your odds of getting two in a row? <laughs> um, but we had noticed that they brought their returner up toward to be an extra man on the on the well, VR left, their right-hand side. So the plan there was look like we're going to kick onside, but drive that ball back to that back corner, and then hopefully we can pin them back there. Well, that's what it looked like in our minds. But what really happened, uh, Keyshawn didn't really get a good drive on the ball, and it sort of stayed to the middle. And the kid on the left who was coming up to be the middle man, he caught it and ran it back to the 50. Like, well, if I knew he was going to run it back to the 50, I would have. Just on side, because that's essentially where they would have gotten anyway. Uh, that was one. There was number two on their last touchdown. We were very sure what play they were going to run. We thought our kids knew what uh, play they were going to run, and I was trying to conserve timeouts, and uh, I probably should have called a timeout there and said, hey, look, they're going to get the ball to number seven, because the plan was all week when, when the other kids at quarterback and seven at receiver almost want to double him, and our kids didn't really recognize uh, you know, what's going on. That's, that's, that's one of the hard things, you know. Like you, you rep it all week, but when the bullets are flying and, and you're, there's there's a lot, you've got to get your checks, you've got to get your alignment, you got to get your coverage. And 
we just had an idea where he was at, or maybe even that that quarterback change had taken place, which is the first thing to recognize and then look for seven. Okay. And uh, he got behind our, our, our coverage and our cover safety. He wasn't in the spot he needed to be. And now it was at the two point. No, but again, I'll go back to being proud of our kids because after that, we marched it all the way back down again. Uh, we were in no huddle and got down about the five or six and uh, uh, took a shot into the end zone. And the ball got tipped. I mean, we had the, we had the kid open, but a uh, nice play by one of their young guys. So, uh, you know, we didn't, did not make the plays when we needed to. So, well, nonetheless, enough space for plays to make competitive. And now you guys are off to Hubbard, Coach. Um, well, I guess before we go to uh, off to the, the Hubbard game, um, commanding player of the game? I would say uh, Matt Healy. You know, uh, really close between he and Antoine. Uh, but, you know, if I'm going to break the tie there, I'm going to go with the senior, I think. But, uh, you know, like I said, the number of tackles for both of them were, were, were pretty high. But to do that from a defensive line standpoint, that's pretty uh, – that's pretty rare, you know, to get a kid. I think maybe it's like nine, ten tackles for as a D lineman. So okay, yeah, that's impressive. And then uh, going off to Hubbard, uh, what should these uh, Dragon fans look for? As uh, yeah, you know, Hubbard's Hubbard, I guess. Um, big. Where do they find them? I mean, super big. They're like six five, three ten, six three, two eighty five, six four, two ninety five. You know, I mean. We have one or two guys like that. We get excited. They seem to just, just, just spit them out every year. Uh, I don't think if they put us together. We can reach six five two six. I'll push hard for the the, the three bills. And <laughs> you, if you really subtract from that, and have some that, but you know they they've always uh, you know have a have a big offensive front. Uh, they run the wing T on offense. That's obviously near and dear to my heart. Anyone that. You know, grew up watching football now in the 80s, and uh, we obviously ran that years at LeBray and Matthews. Uh, uh, it can be a tough offense to stop if you're not disciplined, so that's really working on that high discipline this week. Um, you know, I guess the big thing missing from Hubbard from last year to this year is, is the Caffey kid. He's been at Ohio State, and I saw he traveled to Michigan State, and he even got a couple carries. So uh, I do think they miss him a little bit, but, you know, the program's uh, – the kids used to win it, you know. They're five, they're five and three, which probably in their to their standard, they're probably a little bit bitter about that because they, they, you know, they love to be at this point of the year probably, uh, you know, seven to one or or eight, you know, like they were last year when we faced them. But uh, uh, you know, if we can again play with the effort we played with last week and uh, uh, clean up some of the execution errors, I do think this is an opportunity for us to win a football game. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've been saying the same things for a while. So, uh, you know, you, uh, much as you, you hope it to be there, we really are preparing hard to try to get some of that stuff cleaned up. Fair enough. And uh, I'm curious, this, uh, this sort of, I don't know, this, you talk to such S&O, this is probably one of my favorite podcasts I've done in a while. Um, wing T, how many schools just use the wing T? There's more out there than you would think. Really? Hubbard's the only one in our conference currently that okay. I know uh, does it. But just watching films that we had of them, uh, I know Greenville and PA uh, runs the wing key. Garrettshaw uh, Garfield runs a single lane. Um, you know, off the top of my head, I don't know, but there's some really good football teams that run the wing team. I mean, Chardon, who's won the state championship last Two years uh, is is really good. The wing team, Masson Perry, is a team that famously uh, uh, runs it well. It, it's definitely not dead. I mean, I think it's dead in the in the, the big time college stuff. But uh, uh, 
you know, I'll, I'll tell you this. If we ever have a, I think, feel a personnel that matches it, I would certainly uh, jump back into a heartbeat. Uh, just, you know, I do, and, you know, and again, it's whatever system you know, you, you've got to have somebody knows how to run it. And, uh, you know, having run it for so long that I think I know what kind of team we would have to do that. I'd be excited to, to jump at it. But you don't want to get into it without being fully committed at the same right. time because, uh, it, it is a full system that that takes some time to uh, to get good at. And if I if I was just looking for us to get media clicks, um, I would definitely just showcase this stuff. Coach Perry uh, says team will go to wing T. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, this that, week actually, Hunter. You're on the yeah, that's, how, that's, that's how you can uh, that's how you can bait things into like he's like, listen, that was not what I said, <laughs> but that's how the media goes. Um. We always have a featured Red Dragon. And how many more seniors do we have in terms of uh, – we have two games left, possibly playoff games. So we're going to take that to today. It might only be uh, – we'll have to, to talk to them specifically. But I think there might only be one senior left to do the podcast. So today's going to be uh, uh, Roberto Merlo. Most people uh, call it Roberto Bear. Uh, you know, Bear's uh, – uh, he's, he's had a challenging career from the injury standpoint. Uh, two years in a row with the shoulder injury. Spent all winter this year with, uh, uh, you know, a shoulder uh, rehab after surgery. And uh, uh, knock on wood, has, has been relatively healthy this year. Had some illness early in the year or whatever. But uh, I'm glad for him because, you know, the worst thing that can ever happen is you go through that whole rehab thing and then the next year, we've had that happen before too. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, he's, he's a kid that plays uh, plays a lot of different hats for us. We've moved him up front when we were banged up. He'd jump in on the offensive line, played some center, he long snaps. He's a receiver, tight end, and uh, inside linebacker. So uh, kind of a kid, uh, he doesn't tell you no, and, uh, um, you know, obviously a big part of the program. Excellent. Well, Coach Perry, again, good luck against the uh, Hubbard Eagles. Stay travels for this game, and I hope you guys come back. The uh, third one of the year. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, you're not going to get out the hook that early. I want to let the listeners know the podcast. Bo, I want to offer a formal congratulations. Uh, those of you who don't know, Bo finished a hundred miler. Uh, is this your fifth one you completed? I know there's a couple that you didn't do. Yeah, couple of you now, but I mean, yeah. we're fifty, right? Are you fifty yet? Just turned fifty. Fifth, hundred miler at fifty. Yeah. Now I talked to. One of the coaches, we were talking about it when we saw you roll in, and it reminded me, and I said, I'm quite sure that since unsolicited running, meaning a coach did not make me do it, I can almost guarantee you, even in like like nonchalant moments where I may have just ran to the mailbox hoping to get a birthday card, I am positive I have not run 100 miles in my lifetime. This is, this is incredible that, that you're able to, I mean, Awesome yeah. stuff. Like, Thanks. how close were you to tapping out on this, or was it, you there the whole you way? You know what? It, it really never came to that. It was a real great vibe. The Pacers, the crew, um, if they listen in, thank you. They were they really kept it just a, um, you know, it was like a party. I know that kind of. Oh no, yeah, this is a party. Yeah. I'm around 100 miles. We'll have a party. Yeah. It seemed like you know they were stopping at breweries in between aid stations. So you know, I got back and they were wound up, and it just kind of. You know, I felt like I was visiting a party, but I wasn't allowed to actually party. That might even be worse. Yeah, it kept me go, but it kept yeah. me focused. It did. And thank you for acknowledging it. And, again, my crew, my patients, my lovely wife, Wendy, 
um, love you, uh, without you, you know, I wouldn't have finished. But Dave, Barb, uh, all Tracy, Steve, Sam, another Tracy, uh, John Stevens, our fire chief here in Niles, uh, Tony Perone, school board, uh, they were part of uh, the crew. Um, I'm missing it, Bella, my uh, Seth, uh, they paced me. Uh, I mean, that's the one I want to ask you about, because I saw a picture and I saw Seth. I'm like, wait a minute, Seth, Seth? <laughs> so... Tell me how Seth's my guy, but I, uh, how Seth get in? Yeah, well, so you know, Seth, Seth uh, bought a pair of shoes about a month ago or so, and he wanted to start running. So you know, we uh, we had a, some changes happen to the Pacer crew, so we uh, changed it up. And I said, you know, if you guys want, you know, there's a section four and a half miles, another four and a half. You know, you guys could split it, or Bella would have done the nine herself. And uh, Bella took me to I think mile. 70-something, 70s. I don't know. Bella took me up to the 70s, and then uh, Seth was the turnaround back towards the, uh, the finish. So, uh, yeah, we got a good run right off the cuff, and then uh, we heard some coyotes out there. But, uh, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning. But uh, No eagles. No eagles out there. No eagles. They, no eagles. But I, I will say this, though. Uh, my wife, they asked us how it went at the end, and we said it's tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of him, though. You know, I, I tease him. I said, "You don't look like a receiver. You look like me now, Seth." Yeah. I used to be a receiver too, but uh, if he gets into running, obviously. Yeah, it but you know, seeing him on there, I mean, that's you know, these kids that you spend so much time, I and mean, then you don't get to see him so much. So, like I said, I had to take a double take because this guy's been knowing. Yeah. Some of the plays he made for us, you know, go back to the Lions game. This uh, yeah, catching here and stuff, you know. Uh, and he he spoke to the team. Our alumni guest oh, really? week and did a really really good job. Oh, so, good. Uh, he's a he's a kid with like being down here for sure. All right, good. And thanks again. And like I said, I appreciate it. And uh, like I said, and uh, get uh, Mr. Merlo in yeah, here. We'll get him. Awesome. Thank you again, Coach Perry. Good luck this week. And as you folks know, if you ever miss any of these shows in their entirety, they're free and available on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Blog Talk, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find it free and available. And What's up, Mr. Morello? Okay. Well, there's no beers in here, so you should have to pull attention. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, thank you for joining the show. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm glad to get you on. You know, Coach talked to you. You know, you've had had a, your history of, you know, injury getting dinged up here and there. But tell you what, man, when you're in the game, you're you're doing a hell of a job. You know, and that I think that's the agonizing part because you know. This, you know, you, you talk throughout town, you're at the grocery store or somewhere, and you're like, you know, ah, you know, damn it, Merlo's hurt. And you know what I mean? And that's a, not a good thing, but if you're recognized as a guy that, that we need you here, how important is it for you to kind of have the help this season and knowing that you were able to play out your senior year for the uh, most part? It's very important. Uh, obviously, sophomore year, I dislocated my shoulder week three. And now it's just like a real like sad year because I couldn't really finish out, and I felt like talent like early on as a sophomore, and then it just kind of made me grind more as like a incoming junior, and then I got hurt again, kind of like mid season, and I just knew right there I had to like get ready for my senior year and really come out strong. Has uh, football always been your favorite sport? Uh, yeah, I really only played football. I played a little bit of basketball in junior high and baseball, but Football's always been my main sport. Now, you got great size, that long length. Have you always had the, the size? Uh, I had. I was always a taller kid, but freshman year, I kind of slowed down. It was just like uh, everyone else's height, but then I kind of shot up again. So, yeah. 
We can go at now height, weight, uh, like six two, six three, like one ninety five. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. That's that's big boy size, right? Yeah. There. I mean, that's I mean, I mean, uh, in terms of other positions up to this point, because Coach mentioned how many versatile places you've been. But if you can see him right now, he did laugh. Like, yeah, I've been in a lot of places. <laughs> um, growing up, did you have a position that this was kind of the main position, and then when you got here? Kind of take us through the wide variety of roles you play. In junior high, I played linebacker, middle linebacker, mm-hmm. like I do now. But my freshman year at Kennedy, uh, they had me playing DN. So uh, I'm really all over the place on defense. And then junior high, I also played center. Okay. So yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, linebacker. Linebacker. I love linebacker. Did you like center? Uh, you can be honest. Be honest. A little more pressure. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> You know, this is one of those things where you kind of get accustomed to a position. I think you try to identify yourself yeah. as like, hey, I'm a Mike linebacker. This right. is what I do. I'm an assassin. And yeah. then you go from a guy who's kind of a protector, you know, mm-hmm. instead of uh, attacking, you're the, yeah. you know, the inventor of the attacking. Uh, Coach Perry mentioned earlier um, in the podcast that, you know, single game score, you guys had a shot to beat Struthers. And he said it's been the first time in a couple of weeks that he saw the fight in you guys, you know, mm-hmm. the scoreboard didn't say a win, but he just was happy with the guys, mm-hmm. the way you played. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, I really felt like since it was our last home game, the seniors really wanted it, but not only the seniors, the underclassmen wanted it for the seniors. Like, they wanted to get the win to see us, like, go out on a good note, but unfortunately it didn't happen. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, you got a couple more, and then yep. still an opportunity for the playoffs. So oh, yeah. you, 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 and that's, I think I like that playoff type of format because, you know, if the season doesn't go just right, there's still an opportunity. Very possible. You know, because you know, I think, I mean, I mean, it's part of sports. I mean, you know, shouldn't be 0-11 and get to the playoffs. Right. But nonetheless, I think, you know, like, I mean, you guys have been hit hard mm-hmm. by injuries, and uh, like I said, it's just something to fall back on. Uh, homecoming week, uh, was it? Did you have a good homecoming? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I'm not going to go too much detail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, we talked with some kids last week, and uh, I, 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 I have some secret information that I did not divulge. I still <laughs> keep the team safe. Um, uh, but before we let you go, and I appreciate your time, um, we always like to call three and out. A few lighthearted, off the wall questions. Um, you ready to shout some of those? Yep. Okay. Um, that song on your playlist, that one song where if your buddies heard it, if anyone else heard it, you might get teased. Serious guitar AFI. That's the one. I love it. No, none of my teammates like it. <laughs> uh, this one. Um, when you walk inside the high school, uh, who's your favorite teacher? Mm, probably Mr. Reese. He's very uh, personable, very easy to talk to. Yeah. All right. And then, and then the final one, um, in terms of uh family. Uh are you the be- are you are you the better athlete than your uncle? Uh they ever tease you? My uncle Joe does have like a track record here or did, but I'm not sure. I'm not gonna <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You wanna play smack Competition, family. Yeah. Get very involved. Fair enough, man. Well, hey, man, pleasure to see you. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And obviously, uh, you guys got a lot going on. But, again, appreciate you stopping by and joining yep. us here. Thank you on for Red Dragons football yep. podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive.